Welcome back to the pod. And in this episode, we're going to be covering exactly how to identify a great sales process. Because if you're a high ticket coach, consultant, you have a mastermind, or you sell courses, your entire business runs on great marketing, but more importantly, a great sales process. And you want to maximize every single ad dollar spent. So here with me today, the one and only Lo Silva, and we're going to jam on it. What's up, man? I'm much, man. Just a uh, long drive today to come do the podcast for you guys, but I'm very excited because we're going to shoot a bunch of good stuff. So uh, this is a really good topic, man. We always have a lot of people talking to us about this. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to kind of jump in there? Well, let's give the, the audience a little bit of background story. Los has been a part of some pretty massive offers, uh, scaling them to eight figures. He's won I don't know, probably like four or five different click funnel awards with different offers and stuff like that. So he's seen it in some really incredible niches. I know myself, I've been in about three or four as well, but Lois is the man. Say that again? Seven and an X. Seven and an X. So guys, like like this stuff is high level. Grab a pen and paper. Los, what's the number one thing that people got to know when it comes to identifying their sales process and what they can actually fix? So to be transparent, right, you got to blame yourself. A lot of times what I see people doing is putting bodies on it and be like, yeah, this is what we sell. This is how it works. And there's no real formal training. And it's not just training on like sales training. It's training on the offer. What do you do? Who exactly is it for? What is the process? What is the result? A tangible, actual re- result. Sometimes you talk to people and you can start to figure out the sales process sucks because they're like, oh, listen, we, we talk to high-level entrepreneurs we can help them escape the rap race. We're not going to make any money with that, right? Like you have to give people tangible things because the truth is that you are not important once you start running ads. So you can have a million person following you in all social media. The majority of time when you start running ads, you're about to be nobody, right? So the work has to be done by the sales page, the offer, and the person. So one of the big and most important things is addressing exactly what this other person is going to be selling for you guys, the results. The actions, the 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 hurdles, the process, the the long time vision of like how to support this person. It's not just sales, right? It's it's really like explaining everything inside of that. And another one that we can dive into too is is building a follow up, right? At the beginning, you just drive sales and it goes to an application. People get on the call, and I'm sure you've seen this or you've had your salespeople say this. They don't know who you are. They're like, what is this about? Even though they filled out the form, they did all the stuff. They're like, who who are you again? And what what is this like? You have to re-explain everything. And that is because our attention spans are worse than goldfishes, right? And so you have to create a funnel process that reminds them, explains them, shows them who you are, including even like retargeting. So they get to see you. They have more impressions before you have that phone call. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. And, and something to add that into the marketing process is like the sales rep or the setter has to know where they left off in that process to make it contextual to the things that they last saw. So if they saw a case study video and they're trying to confirm that call, hey, what's up, Bob? Saw that you just saw this case study. We're excited to be speaking to you soon. Hey, do you have a couple minutes to actually go over a couple things to confirm your application? So that way that the closer, to your point, is teed up, but to the context, uh, to the context that that person is actually coming to you for. So that way the closer can nail those USPs, nail those things that the person is actually already trying to search for. So. I think that's that's the missing link that typically happens is they they go get the booking and then they think their job is over as marketers, as setters, or as closers. That's just where it starts. And so having that arsenal of collateral, decks, and then actually giving the context to the closer 
from that person's uh, perspective is really, really important. One thing to add on what you said is uh, really what you're saying is having a process on the CRM too, because a lot of times you can just move things on the CRM. But what you said basically is like, hey, this is the person, this is what we talked about. This is how you should sell them. This is the thing that are going to excite them. So you have an arsenal like, hey, so I was expecting this call and boom, like you, every single question that you already know they're going to have, you already have an answer for. So that's a, that's a very big and important deal. A lot of times sales guys suck at following the CRM mm-hmm. you know, and they don't have detailed notes and specific things to support the person. And one of the other things I will say too, when, when it comes to this is people give up very fast and there's no speed to call. You know, the, the people that we know that do the best when you apply or when someone applies, you're getting the call immediately. Even though the booking is in two days or whatever the case, you're getting a call immediately. You're getting that action step done fast because they're they're hot, they're ready. They will remember you right then. They're not going to be like, Who is, what is this about? Hey, you have an appointment in two days, but we want to call and say, blah, 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 boom, boom, boom. Want to send you some stuff before that happens. And you can kind of do a triage call right there. If you're quick with speed and efficiency, it will create velocity and a lot more conversions because you're really optimizing the flow. The thing that happens is it's not the leads that suck, it's you and it's it's the process that sucks. Yeah, sometimes leads will not be efficient and they're not good for that, but you can also disqualify them faster so you don't even have to get on those calls by being efficient at the beginning of the stage and with proper follow-up, you will get more conversions. Yeah, absolutely. You, you nailed it right on the head there, especially that speed to lead. One of the biggest metrics is because you're leaving that emotional imprint about how they can build confidence if that product or service is right for them immediately. So if you do that in that sales process, it translates into your onboarding after they close the deal, that confidence is going to be there because you treat them right originally on the application. And as soon as you sell out, I'm sure they're they're going to feel the same way. So so one of the last things that I'll say about before we hop off on this is we started doing a lot with uh, our clients, our creator. I started having them basically do a mock sales call for me because they, they think they know what they're selling. They think they know they're, they're like, yeah, man, these, these people suck. I'm like, all right, well, then you sell it to me. And I can see the inefficiencies. I can see where they're hesitating and they're umming and awing. And they're, they're the guys that sell it, right? And so if they're not confident and they're not consistent with with the conversation and how to lead it, how is their sales guy going to be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if they're not clear, if the business owner is not clear and you're supposed to know the product the best, you got to know that there's a call track that people should be following. There should be some rails as to what to say, not to say. Then there's scripts inside that call track to overcome objections or to plant seeds through the process. And so, yeah, if you're not clear as a business owner, as the person that knows the product the best, that your prospect is going to understand the information that you're communicating with them. So with that said, guys, those are the things that you need to have in a great sales process. So definitely re-listen to this, pause it, and go through your sales process to see where your holes are, where your inefficiencies are. Because it's easier to identify those in your sales process than just pointing fingers and looking at someone else. So with that said, guys, thanks again. If you guys like this, go ahead and subscribe, share the podcast with a fellow business owner entrepreneur that's trying to scale to that next level. That way we can go ahead and see you guys at the top. Talk soon.